Hey guys, you are listening into Fighting the Good Fight, where the goal is to equip God's people to live with God's perspective. You need a little motivation? Well, you're in the right place at the right time. Listen in. The topic tonight is entitled Becoming Public. Becoming Public public. I'm telling you, I feel something about to happen in the atmosphere. I am here to encourage you. I am here to minister to your spirit. I am here as your sister. I am here as your girlfriend. I am here here as your BFF. I am here as your mentor. Whatever you need me to be tonight, I am here to be in agreement with you so that when you become public in this season, that you will be able to fulfill your God-given destiny. Amen. I don't know about you, but I have an urgency in the inside of me and it's pushing me forward. It's telling me, it's calling me higher. Amen. And if you can relate, I'm telling you this message is going to be for you. We're going to do a series, guys, um, because I feel like there's uh, different levels um, of what we're going to be discussing tonight. So for a subtopic, we're going to be dealing with walking in true authority walking in true authority um, and the scripture reference that we're going to be coming from is Matthew 21 and 23 all right so uh, if you have your Bibles that's great if you don't 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 you worry about it amen I believe that we're going to dive in and do something amazing on tonight amen and we're gonna break bread sometimes guys what I'm realizing in this time and in this season of my life is that sometimes God just wants to shift our perspective I've been talking to a number of different people who have been feeling the compelling and the calling on their life so heavy and sometimes God just wants to change our perspective in the midst of our storm, in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of our confusion, in the midst of our frustration, God just wants us to change our perspective. And that is exactly what waging war does, right? We, uh, our, 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 our mission is to equip God's people to live with God's perspective. So we're going to do that and we're going to do a little bit of that. And I want you to be prepared to walk into true authority not in the authority that have been given unto you to from men but the authority that has been given to you from God so I'm gonna dive in real quickly thank you so much for joining I appreciate all of you so Matthew let's dive in Matthew the 21st chapter the 23rd verse uh, uh, to the 28th verse is what we're gonna gonna read and it says and I'm reading the message version don't judge me guys I just like the message version I like what it reads um so I'm, we're gonna we're gonna rock with it okay it says Jesus responded it says first let me ask you a question and now see let me give you a little history real quickly what is happening uh, in this moment, and I'm going to back up, and what's happening in this moment at this time is that Jesus is teaching uh, in the temple. Okay, Jesus is teaching in the temple. He has an audience of people. He's ministering to them. He's encouraging them. He's speaking into their lives. He's speaking into, the, you know, and, and giving them the richness of the kingdom of God. Amen. And uh, uh, he faces some of the, the religious leaders and teachers. Right. Um, and he's in the midst of not only those that want desires uh, to be fed, but he's also speaking um, in the midst of the teachers and the scholars. Okay. So I'm actually going to. I'm going to start with the 20 verse, uh, 23rd verse. It says, then he, he went back into the temple teaching. 
the high priests and leaders of the people came up and demanded, listen, show us your credentials. I need y'all to stay with me, okay? I'm telling you, this is going to bless your life. It says, show us your credentials. Who authorized you to teach here? Are y'all with me? Who authorized you to teach here? Verse number 24 says, Jesus responded. He said, first, let me ask you a question. You answer my question and I'll answer yours. About the baptism of John, who authorized it? Heavens or humans, he says. He said, verse number 25, it says, they were on the spot and knew it. They pulled back into a huddle and whispered. We're talking about this, the religious leaders, y'all. And then it says, if we say heaven, they're talking amongst themselves. If we say that is heaven, he said, he'll ask us, why don't we believe in him? If we say humans, we're up against it with the people because they all hold John up as a prophet. It's going to make sense in a moment. Then they decided to concede that around, uh, concede that around to Jesus. We don't know, they responded. Jesus said, neither will I answer your questions. Now, some of you may be like, okay, Jakima, what did you just read? I'm about to help you, and it's about to bless your life. So you see here that Jesus is ministering in the temple right? The temple that has been designated for God to move, the temple that has been uh, blessed and uh, has been a, a, a place of worship, a place where people can come in and be taught the word of God, right? So Jesus is operating on his own territory, okay? So here it is now, you have the scholars and the religious leaders, they come in and they ask Jesus to show his credentials. <laughs> this is about to get good already. Show your credentials. They demanded Jesus to show him his, his rights for him to be in the temple and teaching at in that place, right? So, so Jesus said, okay, listen to me. He said, listen, before you ask of me all these questions, you answer my question and then I'll answer yours because clearly I know the authority that I have. Clearly I understand who I represent. Clearly, I understand the ground that I am walking on. But for some reason or another, you must be confused because if you knew who I was, you wouldn't be asking me for credentials. If you knew who I, this is good already. If you knew who I was, you wouldn't be sitting here asking me who have given me the authority to teach the kingdom of God. Why don't you know that I am the son of man? But what I love that Jesus did, y'all, he hit him right where it hurts. He played the game on them, right? He he flipped that thing on them and he asked them a question, okay? You want me to answer your question, but I need you to answer mine first, okay? So now he asked uh, the religious leaders, he said, okay, under what authority, right, do, do we acknowledge John the Baptist? Now, some of you may be like, I don't understand what's happening. Let me give you a little history. At that time and in that moment, people have, have already accepted John the Baptist as a prophet. 
Okay, so so the religious leaders understood that the crowd, that the public have already settled in their hearts on believing who John the Baptist was. Right. So what Jesus did, he threw them a hard one. Right. He says, OK, well, if you can tell me in front of the people, right, uh, who, who uh, authorized John the Baptist, then we can discuss your concerns because you don't really have a question and you really don't want to know who I am, what you're trying to do is you're trying to set me up and I don't know who I'm talking to tonight but I feel like the enemy has set us up I feel like he put us in a place where we can be compromised I feel like he tried to put us in a hard place and he felt like we were going to buck up under the pressure I feel like he strategized against the kingdom of God and now God is telling you you don't have to give an answer to Satan oh my God you don't have to give an answer to 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 uh oh to why you are operating and and why you are able to preach in the madness that you're living in right now. You don't have to tell him who have, have authorized you to speak life in dead places. You don't have to tell him who have author. He already knows that. What they were trying to do is discredit him in the midst of the public. Oh my God, are y'all with me today? And see, we're living in a day where the enemy is trying to discredit the anointed and the authority that we have in front of people. Oh, my God. Right? So, so Jesus plays the game with them. He plays them at their own game because what you have to realize is that the scholars, they, 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 they did not practice Christianity because they wanted to get closer to God. They practiced Christianity because that was the thing and that was the, that was the popular thing to do at that time. And the reality is these scholars and religious leaders were more scared of the people than they were of the God who, 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 who uh, uh, helps the people, who deliver the people they weren't scared of God they were scared of the people so now they whisper and they communicate up amongst themselves and they say something that's so significant they say look if we tell him that we believe that John the Baptist have been authorized by the heavens which is God right then he's going to question us and said I said I was from God so why don't you believe in me Right. So that's going to contradict them. That's going to that's going to put a hindrance in their ability uh, to move forward and trying to condemn Jesus. The whole plan was for them to plot against him, to find a fault within him. Right. So that surely they couldn't sit back and say that the heavens have authorized John the Baptist. Right. Because then now they have to believe in the son of man. Oh, my God, this is good to me. Right. But they also could not say that 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 the human and that 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 man right um has given them authority uh, uh, uh for John the Baptist to operate right because if they if they give it to man or or if they discredit the man then they understand that their popularity rate is going to go down right because the people and the and the congregation have already deemed uh, uh, John the Baptist as a prophet sent by God. Oh my God! I hope y'all getting this. I hope you getting this. The people already believe that God exists. The people already believe that John the Baptist was sent by God and he was a true prophet. That's already a fact, right? So so. 
So they're, they're in a, a, a rock in a hard place, right? And now they're talking amongst themselves and they're, they're, they're trying to figure out what should we say. Should we say uh, that, that, that the heavens have given uh, John the Baptist the authority to baptize, right? Or should we say uh, it was by man, right? Either way, you're going to be messed up. Because what man believe is the one and true living God, right? So it goes back to God. But if you say it's from the heaven, then you have no reason to doubt who I am as the son of God, right? But check it out, y'all. I'm going to bring it home to y'all. I'm going to bring it home. What I love that Jesus did when being confronted with the naysayers, when being confronted and, and making himself public now, right? What I love that he did was he studied his opponent. Huh. That's, that's key number one. When, when you are coming out as we are getting ready to launch out into this new phase of authority, when we go, oh, because it's there. Right? Make no mistakes about it. It's definitely there. As we getting ready to launch out into this new wave of authority, kingdom authority, right? We have to make sure that when we come out, we know our opponent, right? You have to know your appoint, opponent to know how to speak to him. Because what, what if Jesus answered their question and they already had it in their mind and already had fixed themselves, right, to deny who he was? If Jesus would have already answered the question, then there could have been confusion in the congregation. There could have been confusion in the, amongst the crowd, those that are ready and thirsty to experience another level of God, those that are ready and thirsty to, to go uh, where God has allowed you to go, right, and allow you to lead them to for, and, and allow them to surrender to the Father. Now they're going to be confused in their spirits, right? So what I love that Jesus did, y'all, Jesus was a bad man. Jesus was a bad man. He knew his opponent. You have to know your opponent. If you have not done anything else during this pandemic, if you have not done anything else in the midst of all of this tragedy and all the things that is going on, what you should have been able to do is you should have got a clearer vision. You should have been having a clearer uh, sight of who your opponent is. You should know now how he strategized against you. You should know now how he comes to attack your mind. You should know some of the, the, the habitual habits that he plays, right, to get you, to consume you, to cause you uh, to get off track and to cause you to deter, right? Right? You should know that by now. So when you're becoming public, that is one of the fundamentals that you must have. You must know your opponent. Come on, I need somebody to say, know your opponent. It's imperative that you know him. You know how he operates so you don't get caught off guard. Amen? The next thing that I love that Jesus did is that he knew the followers. <laughs> He knew his opponent enough, right, to flip the question back on them and make them fall into their own trap. What, you, what the enemy had meant for my bad, right, God knows how to turn that thing around for my good. I need somebody to shout right there. What the enemy meant for bad, God knows how to flip that thing right up on him and cause him to be confused in his own plot. 
Oh my God. God, the enemy is, God is about to allow the enemy to be confused in his own plot. You planned out a ditch for me, but this ditch is the very ditch that you're going to die in. Ah, hallelujah, Jesus. Right? So not only did he, or he was able to speak to his opponent, but he knew his following. Oh my God. Come on, leaders. Come on, leaders. He knew his following. He knew the people that was in his midst. He knew what they needed, right? So he, he, he used them as well. He said, look, 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 look. Who, who gives me, who gave John the Baptist the authority? Was it the heavens, which he knows the answer, or was it these, right? And because he knew that their faith had already been uh, solid and who John the Baptist was, he was able to use that to help him. Right? So now he put the followers in a position to reevaluate whether or not the people that was before them, them teachers and them religious philosophers and all of those uh, religious uh, 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 professors, he put before them. And now the people can look at these teachers and decipher whether or not they're walking in truth or whether or not they're walking in an error. Oh, my God. What are you saying, Prophetess Jones? I'm saying God has put us in a position where now we should be able to decipher what is true and what is false. There is no reason why we are still confused on what the fruits of the Spirit is. There's no reason why we're confused on if this is the characteristic of God or not. There is no reason why we're still confused on whether smoking is of God or not. There's no reason why we're confused on whether drinking is of God or not. There is no reason why we're confused of if you're stepping out of your marriage if God is in that or not there is no confusion in that oh my God we are now at the place of accountability God is looking for accountability you know too much to sit here and let the enemy play on you. You know too much to let the enemy play on your emotions. You know too much. I know you may not know it all, but I'm here to let you know, sister and brother of God, I'm here to let you know that you know enough to stand your ground. You know enough to make sure that 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 you are standing rooted in the kingdom of God, making sure that your foundation is sure. You know enough. Amen. You don't got to know it all. You just need to know enough. <laughs> Amen. So the second thing that I love that Christ did was he was able to identify his following. That is important. Right? Know why people are following you. There are some people who are following you that, that have no good intention. They are not rooted. They are not, they are not on the same level. They don't see the same things. They, they don't have the same faith. They are not operating on the same. They are not compatible. And God says in this season, I need you to cut off the excess baggage. Amen. Third thing is we want to make sure that you know your rights. The only way to know your rights is when you get in the word of God. That's the only way. That's the only way. There's no other way you can do it. Amen. What I love about Jesus, he knew his authority. And I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Just because you ask for my credentials don't mean I have to give them to you. <laughs> you can demand them all you want. 
You can be a high priest and demand them all you want. But if, if God has not released me to do it and I know my role and I'm operating within my own rights, I don't have to prove nothing to you. And we have to get to a place, believers of God, where we stop trying to prove things to people and just work the work that God has given you. And I'm speaking to myself, y'all. I'm not exempt. <laughs> Believe it or not, I couldn't share this, this testimony. I wouldn't even be able to speak this to you if I had not had to learn it from myself. Jakima, why are you always looking for approval from men? Why are you always waiting for someone to confirm something that I've already made clear for you? Right? Because we have been shaped into that format. We've been shaped into the place, and, 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 and our society only makes it worse. It makes us reliant on somebody else's opinion. It makes us, that's all Facebook is. That's all social media is. We are reliant on the likes, on the, the opinion, or the theories of other people. And that can be so dangerous in times. Right? So God is saying, look, I'm about to open the doors whether you're ready or not. I, I gave you the necessary time. I told you that my grace was sufficient for you. I had you covered. And I'm hoping that you've done what you needed to do because I'm ready or not. Here I come. I'm opening up the doors. And you better believe that when I open up the doors, the enemy is going to have his whole army waiting there to fight against you. So what backup do you have? What strategy do you have? Some of you have been experiencing the uh, level of heaviness that you have never felt in your life. Some of you have been hit with some situations that almost took your breath away, literally. Some of you are still in some situations even right now, and you're wondering how in the world are you going to make it out. I'm telling you, know your opponent. I'm telling you, know your following. And I'm telling you, you have to know your rights. If you have those things, I promise you, the Spirit of God will make sure that the backup that you need is already in place. Amen? What I'm learning about angels, I'm learning that angels are there to fulfill a command. This is what I'm learning. This is what I'm, I'm learning as as I continue to to dive deeper in God. I'm I'm learning this with I'm learning this. I'm understanding God is giving me this, and and He's He's showing me that angels are they they work. Their job is to complete orders. Their job is 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 to worship the Father. Their job is to fulfill every demand that has been given to them. And, and, and it's your job as, as being a, a, a replica of Christ. It's your job as being uh, the image of God. It's your job as being a citizen of the kingdom of God to know your rights and know what you can produce in the atmosphere so that your angels will be able to take charge and fulfill it. Right? Could it be that there are some things that is that, that are, are, are incomplete in your life because you simply have not owned up to your rights and you have not been able to produce what has been lawful according to God? Could it be that, that, that there are some places in your life that you are, 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 are rejecting or refusing to embrace 
And because you are refusing to embrace that, your angels can't make motion for on your behalf. They can't move on your behalf because they have to fulfill a command. They have to fulfill a demand. They have to fulfill an assignment. And if you don't know what that assignment is, then what they're not going to do, let me tell you this, the angels of God, what they're not going to do, they're not going to go against the creator. So you can be all, have all the demands that you feel like you have, and you can tell them to go left and tell them to go right, but if it's not in alignment with God, they're not going to fulfill them. Right? You have to know your rights. You have to know your rights. And I don't think it's by happenstance, right, that we are in an era where we're fighting for our rights, that we're fighting for justice. It's parallel even in the spiritual realm. If you if you can understand that and get that same, uh, that same uh, demand and that same cry that we're crying on the natural level, if you can get that in your spirit, I promise you, you'll be able to just speak a thing and it comes to pass. That's how powerful you are. Walking in true authority. Amen. I'm no longer waiting for somebody to give me a certificate to tell me that I can go when God has already certified me. He's already approved my life. He's already approved my assignment. He made it very clear. And see, this is where I feel like my heart begins to hurt because I know that there are a pool of people who who know for a fact that God has been calling them, who know for a fact that you have been called to the nations, who know for a fact, whether it be through visions and dreams that God has been speaking to you telling you to come forth but because it doesn't line up with men and men has not certified you you stagnate and you stunt on God oh my God do you not realize that you are going to have to give an account to that amen God is going to ask you why didn't you move when I told you to move and guess what's not going to be an acceptable answer? Because my pastor said, or because my bishop said, or because this leader didn't, and because, no, if God tells you to do it, since when did man trump God? And I'm not telling you, by all means, guys, I'm not telling you to be disobedient. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not telling you to go against uh, all of your pastor and step out of line. That's not what I'm saying. But if the spirit of God has already confirmed some stuff inside of you, you bring it to him. You do. God will give you the wisdom or bring it to her. Amen. God will give you the wisdom to navigate that thing. Amen. He will give you the wisdom. But a lot of us are sitting on gifts. We're sitting on our assignment because we're waiting for man to approve it. What if they never do? Right? What if men never come into agreement with the confirmation or the assignment that God placed on your life? What if you live in your life, you're 33 right now, and let's say you get to be 55 years old, and you're still waiting for confirmation for God to confirm it through your pastor, or God to confirm it through a prophet, or God is confirming when he's already put it in you with a heaviness. I mean a thick heaviness. And I know I'm not talking to myself. I know I'm not. I mean, he laid it on you thick and made it clear as day. If I can just speak to you um, prophetically, 
um, in this season, God is literally um, allowed us to enter into a level of favor. Um, and the favor is not common to men. Uh, this favor is going to allow uh, our opponents. It's going to allow our enemies. It's going to allow those who speak against the will of God in our lives. It's going to allow those that have been whispering, those have, that have been plotting um, against the movement of God. Now, hear me by the Spirit of God because I'm not talking about you individually in your flesh and your emotions. That's not what I'm addressing at all. Um, but I do understand that words have power. I do understand that the enemy uses strategically um, words and and uh, coupled with influence, right, in situations to stop us from moving forward in God. So what I'm saying is that God is now giving us a favor over our lives where we will now be able to see um, our opponent surrendering. Amen. Our opponent is getting ready to surrender. Our opponent is getting ready to surrender. However, in order for you to be able to see that, you have to maintain your position in him. Okay, in order for you to be able to see your opponent, your enemy, the thing that have been constantly um, aggravating you, frustrating you, causing you to have sleepless nights, causing you to be up uh, uh, and, and toiling in your spirit, causing you to be a burden, not heavy, but burden, um, causing you to contemplate whether or not uh, choosing God uh, was the best decision for your life, causing you to go in faith and out of faith and in faith and out of faith, that enemy is getting ready to reason with you. That enemy is getting ready to surrender to you. But in order for you to see it, you must maintain your position. Amen. You have to maintain your position. Amen. So if you hear nothing else, I need you to grab that concept. I need you to understand that. Amen. I'm telling you, I see it as clear as day. And all of the fluff and all of the bluff is just going to be there to distract you, to make you, uh, to make you recant your, your, your decision, to make you recant, um, the ability, your, your confidence and your boldness. We, we spoke about that last month. Amen. We're talking about boldness in this, in this season. God has given us a spiritual boldness that we will be able to look the enemy in the face and make him surrender. That's good, y'all. You may not have been able to do it ever in your life, but I'm telling you the favor of God is on your life. See, we want to, we want favor to bless us with houses, cars, and land, but I want the favor of God that gives me the spiritual boldness to look the enemy in his face and make him surrender under the anointing of God that's up on my life. Amen. That now that right there is some authority. Walking in true authority, not this false stuff. I'm telling you, God is God is going to reveal to us those that are walking in true and those that are walking in, in counterfeit. Amen. He's already been doing it. It's on it's about to be heightened. Because now the enemy is going to either he either either you're going to bow the enemy enemy is going to bow to your level of anointing or you're going to end up bowing to him. But somebody going to have to bow. And I declare and decree that it ain't going to be me. And I declare and decree that it ain't going to be you. But we have to position ourselves and make sure that we are doing the work. Please, guys, please, please, believers of God, don't sit here and waste away. What are you living for? God did not put us on this earth to have a job and a career. 
God did not put us on this earth so that we can have, live lavish and have all of these riches and wealth. God did not put us here for that. The earth has to be worked. The earth has to be filled with the glory of God. And the only way that that can happen is if you allow that to filter through the earth realm. That you take what you know, that you own your rights, and that you begin to fill this earth with the kingdom of God. In his jewels, in his richness. Amen. So if you are just living, I'm speaking to those that's just been living. I'm, I'm, I know who I'm speaking to tonight. You just living. You, you, you deal with whatever, whatever comes, you kind of just deal with it. Right? You lost your fight. You lost your momentum. You lost your vision. I'm telling you, gain your ground. Get back in the game. It's not over for you. You have authority to change. Amen? You have the authority you, if you walk in it. Amen? So I just want to encourage you tonight. The doors are about to open up. The floodgates are about to open up. It's, it's about, to, it hasn't opened yet, but it's about to open up. And what you do in this season of your life is going to matter. This is what's going to matter. This, how you, how you step out into the public, how you, how you present yourself, once God has opened up them doors for those that are thirsty and hungry and waiting for him, when you are confronted with those souls, that's what's going to matter. That's what's going to be accounted. That is what God is going to take into account. That, that's, that's, that's the key factor right there. That's the game changer right there. Amen? Amen. We are becoming public. God is ready to put us on display. He's ready for his kingdom to shine. Ready or not, it's on his time, not ours. So I'm praying. I'm praying with everything inside of me that you are taking this time to reevaluate yourself and make sure that you have what it takes to endure this next phase of life. That you're coming out of this thing with power with authority thank you for joining us today on fighting the good fight like what you heard so far make sure you subscribe so that you never miss another episode for those of you that have already subscribed we say thank you and we appreciate your ongoing support we'll see you on the next show